0: You can't deny that. The Lord is in this place tonight. I believe that there's many great things that have already transpired in this house tonight. But the Lord spoke a word to me. And the fact of the matter is we could all go home right now. We could feel like we had a great service. Some good things happened and we go home, and the next time we come back into this house, we return the same way that we came in this time. We leave the same way that we come in, but I believe that the Lord spoke a word to me tonight. And if you would heed the word that the Lord has given me tonight, we would experience miraculous power, such as we've never experienced in this church before. There would be a revival that would break out in this place. You see... God has shown up here many times, time after time, so many great services we have experienced in this very house right now, so many of you. Maybe if you are a guest in here, maybe you've not experienced that, but maybe this is your first or your second time in this place. Uh, But to the home folk tonight, we have experienced so many great services. But there's something that the Lord wants to do tonight where it doesn't just need to be where we go home and we talk about the great service that we had. But the Lord is seeking tonight to change somebody. The Lord is seeking in this place tonight to fix some things in some of our lives. To deal with some things that need to be dealt with tonight. To expose some things that need to be exposed tonight. So I wonder if before you return to your seats, if before you are seated, if you would lift up your hands all over this building right now and if you would say, Lord, whatever you want to speak in this house tonight, Lord, if there's anything that you need to show me, if there's a word that you need to speak to me, God, I release you to speak it. I re- Come on, all over this place, every hand in the building lifted. Could you do that right now? Lord Jesus, tonight, by the authority of your word, God, by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, I come against every spiritual darkness, every spiritual wickedness in this place tonight, Jesus. Lord, I pray right now, Father, that the love and the truth and the mercy and the power of the Holy Ghost, God, would settle in this place tonight. God, that when we walked out of this place, Lord, that we would leave changed, that we would leave different. Minister to every heart. Minister to every soul. And we'll give you the praise and the glory and the honor somebody just offer up the lord another shout of praise in this building you may return to your seats in the presence of the lord There is a difference tonight, you may be seated, there, there, there is a difference tonight in experiencing great services and having a culture of apostolic authority and a culture of apostolic demonstration. You see, oftentimes I believe that the difference is, is there's sometimes that God decides to show up and there's other times that God decides to reside in the place of his people. You see, there, there there, are so many times that when we begin to speak about the things that we have experienced with God and we talk about the mighty things that he has done, we confuse him residing with us and him just simply showing up for a service or maybe two. Is there an amen in this place tonight. You see, we, we we don't sometimes understand that there are times that God decides to show up and to touch you, and there are other times that God decides to show up and to abide with you. You see, I don't know about anybody else in this place tonight, but I am so tired of just coming in and the Lord coming in and just simply saying, I'm just going to touch you. I'm just going to be in this service tonight. But I don't know how you might feel in this place tonight, but I want the Lord to reside where I am I want the Lord to reside where I live I want the Lord not just to show up on a Sunday but I want that every day that I wake up in the morning every time I roll out of my bed and I put my feet on the ground I want to know that the Lord is residing where I am is there anybody else in this place you want the Lord to reside where you are the Lord cannot reside in a place that there is not room for him. You see, there's so many times that we talk about wanting the Lord to reside where we are. But the fact of the matter, ladies and gentlemen, is if you do not prepare a place for him, then he has no place to reside. I, perhaps I should say that one more time. If you don't prepare a place for him, he has no place to reside. And I believe that what the Lord wants to do tonight is the Lord is desiring to abide. He is desiring to reside in the midst of his people. But if we're ever going to get to the place that every time we show up in the house of God, that the miraculous begins to happen, people begin to be healed. There are people that begin to be filled with the Holy Ghost. How many people in here you want to experience, not just demonstration, but you want to experience apostolic culture in the church if that's you in this place if that's you in this place tonight, we need to dive in and be ready to make room for the Lord. Do you want that in this place tonight? If you have your Bibles, the book of Isaiah chapter number 14 and verse number 12, I recognize what the time is and I and I will move quickly along tonight. Isaiah chapter 14 and verse number 12 through verses number 14. And it reads, how fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, how art thou fallen from heaven, O God tonight I want to preach to you for a few moments on exposing Satan, exposing Satan. The Lord spoke a word into my spirit about 2 months ago that there are three ways that the enemy hides in our churches all over this nation. Every time I have preached this, the Lord has shown up every single time. So I believe tonight that this is the word for our church where we are at tonight. You see, the enemy has decided to show up in different areas of our lives. It doesn't matter what's going on. It, 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 it doesn't matter sometimes even how good life seems to be going. If you look hard enough, you will see different ways and different things where the enemy decides to try to sneak into your home, to sneak into your churches, into your uh, kids, where, where where wherever it might be. There are times that the enemy decides to show up. You see, the first way that the enemy decides to show up, are we okay? in here are we good in here? Do you want to go after it tonight? Okay, let's go after it. There are three different ways that the enemy decides to show up. The first way that the enemy that that the Lord spoke to me that the enemy hides in our congregations is the spirit of the snake. You see in Genesis chapter three, you all know this uh, this this, this um, chapter. Adam and Eve they're in the uh, garden and 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 God has prepared this magnificent place for. Them them they don't need of anything they don't want of anything you see they have everything that they could ever possibly need they lived in a place of perfection but one day you see the Lord spoke to them and he said you can have anything that you see in this place but the one commandment that I have for you is do not eat of the tree of knowledge and you see uh, I don't know how you feel in this place tonight but I, I I I couldn't help but personally think that if the Lord Allowed me to eat of everything else. Why would it be that there was just the one tree that he didn't want us to? And 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 it just so happens that 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 the tree that he didn't want them to eat of was the one tree that they went to. And 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 you see, when Eve showed up, there was a serpent that was there, and the serpent began to speak to her and begin to say, Eve, Eve, why don't you eat of this tree? And Eve speaks back to the snake, and he, and she says, Oh, well, you see, the Lord hath commanded me to not eat of this tree. But the snake begin to speak into her ear and begin to say, well, the only reason that God does not want you to eat of this tree, because he understands that if you would eat of this tree, it would make you more like him. You see, the first way that the enemy shows up is the enemy sends people into your life to make you begin to feel disgruntled. The enemy will send people and person after person and they'll begin to say, have you heard about what's going on? with brother so and so have you heard have you heard what is going on oh my goodness how terrible things are going they begin to speak to you they begin to get into your ear and get you disgruntled with the people of God they begin to get you disgruntled with the house of God with the man of God in your life and before long whether it happens in the physical or whether you can open up your eyes and see it in the spirit with every word that the serpent spoke unto Eve if you would open up your spiritual eyes and see what was beginning to happen the serpent began to entangle his about her with every word that she listened to you see there's sometimes that when people begin to speak to you negativity when people begin to try to get you riled up against the house of God when people begin to speak things to you that they ought to not say there ought to be something that begins to arise in your spirit that you begin to say you're not going to speak your poison into my life you're not going to speak your negative activity into my life and I came to speak to you this. Had Eve decided to walk away from the serpent that day, she would have never been entangled by his trap. Could I tell you in this house? Maybe, maybe you think that the person that is speaking into your ear is doing harmless things. Maybe, maybe it is that you feel like, oh, well, I know that they get upset sometimes, but that's just their personality. Be not dismayed. There's no. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place right now. Be not dismayed in this house. Personality has nothing to do with what's being spoken into your ear. But every time that someone begins to lift up their voice in negativity, every time that somebody begins to speak into your ear that you ought to be disgruntled with what's going on in the church, you ought to be disgruntled with what's going on with brother so-and-so, with sister so-and-so, with what's going on with the building project, you ought to just be begin to say, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. I want somebody in here to understand that if you resist the enemy, he will flee. You see the thing about the snake is to anybody that doesn't know it, it seems like a harmless creature. It seems like something that 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 is completely harmless and there's even some of them that when they bite you it really doesn't do anything. But the thing about the snake is that when the snake decides that he wants to consume a prey, what he does is he begins to entangle himself about the prey. He Coils himself about it. He begins to wrap himself on it over and over and over and over. And before long, the prey is sitting there, and he can look all around him, and he sees him self entangled by this serpent. But the fact of the matter is this: is that some of you, even though that you understand that you might be in cahoots with people that are serpents that are, that, that 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 are being used by the enemy, you look around you and you say, "Well, I know that I'm entangled with them, but they're not doing any harm." Well. Is it any indication that the same thing happens when the serpent begins to coil himself around that prey? That all of the sudden that prey decides he looks left and right and he sees it. And he says, well, well, maybe the serpent isn't going to do me any harm. And what scientists say is that when they begin to realize this, that sometimes they just decide that they're going to breathe easy. And when they let out the air, all of the sudden the snake's coil begins to tighten around them. Then they take in another deep breath. But they're still feeling like that the snake doesn't have them right where he wants them. And then they begin to exhale once again. And with every breath that they take, with every word that's being spoken, the coil begins to wrap tighter. The snake begins to wrap itself and squeeze the very life out of you. There's some of you in this place. You might have come in here and you're feeling depressed. You feel like that there's no life left in you. And you don't understand what's going on. You need to evaluate the people that you have allowed into your life you need to begin to ask yourself who have I led in my life that's beginning to take the very life out of me could I speak to somebody that God has not come to bring you death but the Lord has come to speak life to you not just to give it but to give it to you more abundantly So the snake begins to entice you it begins to to coil itself around you and with every word that's spoken, every breath that's taken finally the snake his grip becomes so tight that it chokes the very life out of you could I speak to you in this place that sometimes when you walk into the house and you feel like that the people that you have been associating with are harmless, there's some of you that have been living in a snake pit and you don't even understand what's going on every time you decide to get on your group text or make your phone call or do whatever it is that you might be doing feeling like what you're doing is harmless could I tell you that a snake is enticing you it's beginning to coil itself about you I wish that somebody in this place tonight would hear what I'm saying you don't have to be entangled by your enemy you don't have to be enticed by your serpent but could I tell somebody in this place this that the Lord has come into this house tonight to set somebody free from the thing that's holding you bound the lord has come here tonight to set you free from the thing that's binding you oh i wish i had a preaching church in this place tonight the lord has shown up in this place to make a way where there seems to be no way i wonder if there's anybody in this house tonight that would say i'm ready to expose the enemy oh why don't you put your hands together and love the lord The next spirit that the Lord spoke to me, where the enemy hides himself in the church, is the spirit of the harlot. Oftentimes when we think about a harlot, we think about Jezebel. In the scripture, many of you know this. There was an old prophet who was the last prophet left in all of the land. And he began to go and to see many, many great works. And as Elijah began to travel, as he began to go, the Spirit of the Lord would follow him everywhere. Things were beginning to happen. People were beginning to be healed and set free. He saw fire fall down out of heaven. But there was a lady by the name of Jezebel that sought to go after the life of Elijah. And you see... Once Elijah called down fire out of heaven, he began to make his way back into the wilderness once again. But Jezebel sent a word to him, and she said, I will have your life by tomorrow. And so here goes the prophet Elijah up into the mountain, fleeing for his life. You see, what I believe that a harlot represents is a spiritual stronghold. And so the harlot begins begins to speak the words to him, and 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 as she began to speak these words to him fear began to grip the prophet Elijah how could it be that a man that just saw fire fall down out of heaven is the same man that was afraid of the words of somebody who was seemingly harmless you see you see the thing about the spirit of a harlot is simply this Jezebel in this scripture Jezebel had no power she was not the king but rather she was married to the king and so what the Bible says is that Jezebel issued a decree in the name of the king, and she signed the king's name to it. I've come to tell you in this place tonight that the spirit of the harlot has no authority over you, but the spirit of the harlot poses itself as an authority in your life. The spirit of the harlot poses itself to have authority over you, to have dominion and to have power over who you are. And before long, as the enemy begins to speak these 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 different things into your ear, as fear begins to grip you, here you go, Elijah, making your way up the side of a mountain until he finds himself a rest underneath a tree, and he begins to speak to the Lord, and he says, "Lord, Lord, I've done all that I can do, and I'm asking you now to." take my very life. He goes from the altar of his enemies seeing fire fall down out of heaven. The sword put into his hand and the prophets of Baal slaughtered right before his very eyes to asking the Lord to take his very life. There's some of you in this place that the Lord has anointed you and the Lord has called you to do a great work. You walk into church on Sunday everything seems to be okay. Oh you see the fire fall down out of heaven. You see the Lord beginning to use you but when you leave the house of the lord and you begin to make your way on a journey monday comes or tuesday or thursday or friday comes and you'll find yourself sitting underneath the shade of a tree asking the lord to take your very life and you don't understand what is going on could i tell you in this house that there is no stronghold that is more powerful than the word of your lord there is no stronghold there is no principality There is no sin issue that could ever grip you and keep you out of the presence of the lord could i simply speak to somebody's heart in this place today that if that is you if you are finding yourself underneath the shade of a tree asking the lord to take your very life you feel like you're done you know that you're called but 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 there's no drive in you to pursue after it you know that the lord uses you but every time it seems that you get home you're asking the lord to let you be done you have the spirit of a harlot after you. Now, you see, when I think of the spirit of a harlot, Jezebel is not the only person that I think of. What I believe that the real spirit of a harlot is is a spirit of Delilah. You see, Samson was a man that was anointed by God. Samson was the strongest man to ever live. The stories that were told of Samson as he would go into battle with nothing but the jawbone of a donkey, and he and he would begin to slaughter the enemy before him. A thousand men killed by the jawbone of a donkey. The Lord sends him. To the gates of a city, and Samson reaches back; he rips the very gates out, and he carries them up the hill. So many great things! When, 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 when an animal came at him and 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 attacked him, the Bible says that he gripped the animal with both of his hands and he ripped it clean in two. So many great things! The power, the anointing that was on Samson, but there was something in his life that Samson could not overcome. When the when the enemy came at him by the thousand with their sword and with their shield Samson didn't have a problem when wild animals came at him to consume him Samson didn't have any issue when he was standing face to face with obstacles and gates in his life there was still nothing that could bind him but the only thing that could bind him was a spirit of a Delilah So many things that he did, the power inside of his hands, the covenant that he had with God. But there was something that was seemingly so small, something that was seemingly so small that had total control over him. He would go from battling for God to laying his head down in the lap of Delilah. He went from ripping the gates off of a city to laying his head down in the lap of Delilah. From defeating the adversary to laying his his head down in the lap of a harlot and Delilah begin to entice him does that sound similar to what we just talked about Delilah begin to entice him and begin to tell him all of the things that he wanted to hear Oh Samson how great are you how strong are you how mighty are you Samson Samson would you please would you please just tell me what is the source of your power could I just offer a warning to you in this place there's sometimes that people come into your life and they and the only things that they tell you are the things that you want to hear. There's people that are sent to you, and they know how to speak your language. They understand how to make you feel like a king, and the enemy begins to speak to you. He begins to tell you all of the different things that you want to hear until finally, 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 he says, what is the source of your strength? You see, you see the first time that Samson Samson told her, he said, oh, if you would just bind me with cords, then I would not have any power. He wakes up the very next day, and he finds himself bound with cords. And Delilah screams, Samson, the Philistines are upon thee. And Samson arises. He rips the very cords off of him, and he chases out the enemy. He goes back that night, could you believe it, and lays his head back down in the lap of a harlot. And Delilah says, Samson, I can't believe that you would lie to me. What is the source of your strength, he says. Oh, Delilah, if you would just braid my hair, you see what begins to happen, as ever is is the closer you get to the enemy, the closer he began to tell her what the real source of his power was. You see, there's some of you, you have such a trust in some certain people that you say, "Oh, I understand that they might not do everything right, Oh, but they tell me what I want to hear, brother Danny, oh, how they tell me all of these great things that I want to hear, and I trust them. oh, and so let me spill out everything that I have to tell them, and she says, "What is the source of your strength? he says. Oh, if you would just braid my hair, then I would lose the source of my power. Would you know that as he goes to sleep that night, he wakes up the next day and once again, he proclaims, Samson, the enemy is upon you. And the Bible says that as he had done in times before, that Samson began to shake himself. Could I speak to you this? You ought to never have to shake yourself. But the Bible says to be in season and out of season. So the scripture says that he began to shake himself. And once again, he chased out the enemy. Finally, Delilah comes to him. Once again, it says, Samson, I thought that you loved me. Samson, I thought that you cared for me. What is the source of your strength? And Samson looks at her and he says, the source of my strength is my hair. If you would just but cut my hair, I would lose my power. You see, you see it wasn't about the length of his hair. It was about the covenant that he made with God. Heaven help us. If there are people in your life that 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 make you willing to give up the covenant that you have made with the Lord. There's some of you in this place. You've made the Lord a promise that you would do anything that He asked you to. That you would go anywhere that He called you to. But then there's people that are sent into your life that make you willing to lose the to 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 lose the covering that the Lord has put over you. And so He goes to bed that night and he wakes up and she proclaims it the third time. But now it's too late. Samson finds himself with no hair up on his head. The covenant that he had with God is broken. There is no strength in his arms and no strength in his hands. And finally the enemy now overcomes Samson. He finds himself locked in, pushing a grindstone for what seems to be years. And all he could do is he simply, he simply just begin to turn that wheel over and over and over you see the bible tells us that they even plucked samson's eyes out you know could i tell you this when you begin to break the covenant that you have with god the the next thing that the enemy will go after is your spiritual side the enemy does not want you to have the vision to see what the lord is trying to show you and so here goes samson he begins to turn the wheel over and over and over unable to see unable to know what the lord was trying to show him but the enemy made one terrible mistake. They never cut his hair again. You see, I'm here to tell somebody in this place this. You might feel like you're a Samson, that you were once called of God, that the Lord called you to do a great work, but you allowed some harlots into your life and you found yourself overcame by the enemy with your hair cut. And then all of a sudden you find yourself locked up, pushing the grindstone over and over. I've not come to you tonight to tell you that you're sight might come back but I've come to you tonight to say this if you would make up in your mind today if you would make up in your mind tonight devil you might be able to take my sight from me you might lock me up in the midst of this grindstone but there's something that's making a full circle and that something is your covenant that you have with the Lord I want to speak to somebody in this place this don't ever lose sight of your covering don't ever lose the passion of the deal that you made with God. The anointing that is upon you. The enemy has come to seek, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to take your ministry from you. He wants to steal your passion from you. Your zeal from you. Your anointing from you. But could I speak to somebody in this place this. God has come to bring somebody out of the midst of your turmoil. To bring somebody out of the midst of your trial. Oh, I feel the help of the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. The Lord has shown up here tonight to bring somebody out. Oh, if you believe that, you ought to put your hands together and just magnify the Lord. Why don't you just throw your hands up all over this house right now and just entertain? Just entertain what the Lord is trying to do right now. Oh, come on. Somebody just lift up your voice. Somebody just lift up your voice with your hands right now. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Oh, the last, the last spirit that the Lord spoke to me that hides in the midst of our cities, of our churches, of our families is the spirit of the prince. You see, Pharaoh was viewed as a God. He was he was viewed as an all-powerful. Being in the Bible tells us that every time, every time that Moses and that Aaron walked into the courtroom of Pharaoh and began to proclaim to him that he is to let their people go, that the first thing that Pharaoh ever told them is, who is the Lord your God? You see, the enemy would love for you to believe that he has more power that the enemy would love for you to believe tonight that the thing that is attacking your life is greater than the power that the Lord has over it and so time after time they go back to him and they begin to say Pharaoh would you let my people go you see what I believe that what the spirit of the prince represents is spiritual strongholds i believe that it represents the things that not only dwell in our lives but the strongholds and the high things and the principalities that dwell even in our city. And what I believe that is happening is simply this. The Lord is seeking to uncover to you. The Lord is seeking to show you what the principalities are. Not only in the city, but the principalities of the church. The principalities of your family. And let me tell you what the Lord, I just feel this in the Holy Ghost right now. The Lord is beginning to expose some things among us tonight. The Lord will begin to speak to you some things tonight. There are principalities and high things that are all over this city that are maybe, maybe even dwell inside and reside in this very sanctuary itself. But could I tell you, could I speak this to you tonight, that when the enemy decides that he's going to begin to speak into your ear like the snake, like the harlot, and yes, even like the spirit of the prince, that when he decides to speak against you, it's because he knows that there is something that is upon you, that he has to stop before it ever starts. Starts you see you see you see when 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 the enemy sees that there is an anointing and a calling on your life when 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 he sees that the Lord wants to do something great in your life and among you the enemy will not only send people he'll send thoughts to your head he'll make you feel like you are inadequate like you're incapable of ever doing what the Lord has called you to do but could I simply speak this to you tonight the Bible says that Satan is the prince of the power of the air I'm no. There's so many times that we have heard this, that he's the prince of the power of the air. Could I simply remind you tonight that he is the prince, not the king. What that means for us in this place tonight, that the only way that the prince inherits the power is if the king is taken out of it. You see, there's sometimes when the enemy begins to speak to you, when the enemy begins to come against you, there's something that begins to happen. When a spirit of Moses comes upon you, when you would stand and say, Pharaoh, I command you... to let my people go. Satan, I command you to let my family go, to let my children go, to let my home go. Let me tell you what's about to happen in this place tonight. There are things that are being exposed among you. Lord, I pray right now that spiritual eyes, Lord, all over this house would be open. Lord, and expose the enemy for who he is tonight. There are things that will begin to be exposed among us tonight. And let me tell you what will happen when it is exposed among us. Then we will have have the option to choose to drive the inhabitants not only out of this church but i wish to god tonight that somebody would say it's not enough for me to drive the enemy out of my church but now i've got to drive him out of my home out of my city out of my family out of my marriage oh yo boy i wish somebody in here would hear what i'm saying tonight so the bible tells us it says it says, how fallen art thou? He said, I will ascend into heaven. I'll exalt my throne above the stars of God. I'll sit up on the mount of the congregation. I will ascend above the clouds. You see, in the book of Ezekiel, in chapter number 36, the Bible says, thus saith the Lord God. It says that the enemy has set against you. Even the ancient high places are ours in possession. You see, what I've come to speak to you tonight is simply this, the place that the enemy is residing. You see, you see. if you choose tonight to remain the same way that you have always been, could I tell you that the enemy won't mess with you? If you want the quick fix just to get the enemy to leave you alone, then keep on living in sin. Keep on doing what you've always done because he will. He'll leave you alone. He's not even going to care what you're doing, but there's something that begins to happen when you begin to lift up your eyes and see and really see where the source of your problems are coming from. When 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 you begin to 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 have things happen in your life sicknesses going on in your body that just can't be healed problems going on in your home when doctors tell you there's nothing that they can't do when the lawyer tells you that your case is hopeless and all of a sudden here you are and you're left you're left simply wondering where God is in all of it maybe that's where you found yourself tonight that you need the Lord to show up among you the bible tells us that and said, I'll make myself like the Most High God. Could I tell you that the voice of the Lord will always be in line with the voice of the Word of God and the voice of the man of God? And if there's words that, that, that are being spoken to you that don't line up with the Word of God or the man of God, let me tell you this, saint of the Lord, that word is not of God. It's a word of the enemy. If it's making you disgruntled, the Bible tells us that he's not the author of confusion, but he is the prince of peace could i tell you tonight that the lord is desiring that we would know and heed and hear his voice tonight so the scripture tells us it says it says it says that satan says that i'll ascend above the clouds i will i will what he's saying is is i'm going to rest in the mountain I'm going to rest in the mountain. In the book of Ezekiel, the Lord speaks to the prophet. And he says, son of man, set thy face towards the mountains of, of Israel and prophesy against them. Some of us, if the Lord told us to do that, we would say, "Lord, Lord, why are you telling me to prophesy against a mountain? Lord, do you see how great the mountain is before me? But the Lord continues on. He says, and say ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord God to the mountains and to the hills to the rivers and to the valleys I want to speak to you this in this place tonight there are some of you that you are so attacked so afflicted by the enemy maybe you've been going to this church for 20 years maybe it's your very first time in here but you are so afflicted by the enemy that you've come into this place tonight and you're unsure of what to do or where to go to next I want to speak to you this that if you would begin to prophesy against the greatest obstacles in your life, you see, you see. There's so many times when the Lord tells us to prophesy against that mountain. That what begins to happen, you see, you see. If 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 you've never seen a mountain before, before you ever get to the mountain, there are hills all around you. When I was in a uh, when 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 I went to a. I decided that I was going to go try to, uh, to try to summit one of these great mountains and so and so here I went I begin to go down this trail and I looked oh and here it was this great mountain I walked I begin to climb up to the very top of it and when I got to the top I was like finally I finally I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm here but then but then I lifted up my eyes and I saw a mountain in the distance you see you see there's some people in this place tonight you are are so focused on what is right before you that all you can see are the hills that are going on in your life. Every time you decide that you're going to pray and to speak and to prophesy, the only thing that you're speaking to, the only thing that you're trying to climb are the hills that are in your life, the small thing. But here's what the Lord said. He said, Ezekiel, lift up your eyes and prophesy against the mountain of Israel. And if you'll prophesy to the mountain in your life, I'm going to cover the hills. If you'll prophesy to the mountain, I'm going to cover the valleys if you'll prophesy to the mountain I'm going to cover the rivers I'm going to cover everything there's something that begins to happen that when you choose to prophesy against the greatest obstacles in your life the Lord says when you decide that you're going to use that kind of faith when you decide to speak against the thing that seems impossible that is when the Lord decides to show up among you could I simply tell somebody this I'd say and decided when he laid his head down in the lap of Delilah. And Delilah said, what's the source of your strength? And he decided to speak against the mountain in his life. When Eve had an encounter with the snake that was among her, and she spoke into it and said, for the Lord hath commanded me not to. Oh, I want to speak to you tonight this, that you don't have to live oppressed and depressed. You don't have to live entangled and ensnared in the tr- Trap of the enemy, but the Lord has come here into this place tonight to bring somebody out of your situation, to bring you out of your trial, out of your sickness. Oh, somebody just lift up your hands all over this house right now. You see, the enemy doesn't even want you to accept the message that's being preached to you tonight. There's some of you in here as you sit here and you hear. You hear what the Lord is trying to speak to. You think, well, that's great. And listen, I'm not talking about a, a, a response because that I'm... Preaching or anything like that, but 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 could I simply tell you this that there needs to be somebody in this house that decides to open up your heart to what the Lord wants to do? Because could I speak a word to you this this morning, Pastor? And I'll say this because he's not here. This morning, Pastor preached a word to us on heaven and of hell, and he began to tell us that we've got to make ourselves. That, that that we've got to make ourselves prepared for the coming of the Lord. And I watched as all around the sanctuary, there was a few that begin to that 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 begin to respond and they begin to go after what it was the pastor preached about. But then, but then there were so many of us that decided not to respond to what the Lord wanted to do. Could I tell you in this place tonight that it could could it could it be in this house that the Lord is trying to send a word into somebody's life? You see, you think that the sin issues that are going on are harmless. You think that the people that you've been associating with are completely harmless, the people that you're seeking counsel what the Bible says, seek not counsel in the ungodly. You see, you see, there's some of us in this place. You view what you are doing like it's not hurting anything, it's not harming anything. Everything's totally okay. But could I speak to you this that from this morning until tonight, I prayed about it. I felt the Lord speak to me. God is reaching out to somebody in this place tonight. If you're Sataha, the Lord is trying to set somebody free of a bondage that is upon you, of a snake that's trying to entangle itself about you but could I tell somebody in this place this God is not a God is a gentleman he's not going to force himself upon you if you choose tonight to continue to live wherever you are at if you choose just to continue to allow the sin to go on in your life if you choose to continue to allow people to speak poison and negativity in your life that choice is yours tonight but could I tell you this if you choose in this place Tonight, to allow the things that are going on to continue to happen. Before long, you're gonna find yourself entangled by the snare of an enemy, choking the very life out of you. But could I speak to somebody this? That two times today, the Lord has sent a preacher into this very house to speak to somebody this. The coming of the Lord is here. The coming of the Lord is here. And could I speak to somebody in this house? God is trying to set somebody free of whatever it is that you're carrying in this house. If you've got addictions that are on you, God's trying to break the addiction off of you. If there's things going on in your home that ought not be going on, God's able to take care of it. If you've got sickness on you and the doctor can't do anything, God's still a healer and a way maker. Could I speak to you this? The Lord is less concerned with doing a miracle in your life and a healing in your body and more concerned with the salvation of your soul you see there's some people the only time they're happy is when people are shouting and they're dancing Oh, when they're loving the Lord and people are being healed why do you think it is that every time somebody comes in and preaches, oh God's going to give you a million dollars he's going to heal your body he's going to do all of these great things all of a sudden oh well bless God I'm going to come down to the altar and I'm going to get what the preacher is preaching about tonight but heaven help us if a preacher tells us that the coming of the Lord is near, that the enemy's trying to entangle himself about you could I speak to you in this place this God is not concerned as much with your happiness as he is about the salvation of your soul I want to tell you this I'm not angry at anybody in this house tonight but I know what the Lord has spoken to me there's some of you you can sit you can stare you can shake your head you can do whatever it is that you decide to do in this place tonight but God is trying to set somebody free of the attacks that are going on in your home and in your life but I feel it right now that if you do know your Santa Santa that the Lord has given you a season of grace in this house tonight, that He is allowing you the opportunity to shake the snake off of you. He's allowing you the opportunity to to just just to drive the enemy out of this land, out of this church. Oh, I just feel like in the spirit I came up here. I begin to pray. I begin to say, Lord, tell me, tell me what on earth is going on. You see, we go through so many prayers and fasting and brother herring comes in and he preaches in the churches oh man it's on fire oh man it's time to go it's time to roll brother herring's coming evangelist so-and-so is coming oh brother so-and-so is going to come preach we're excited oh because we know that god is going to do such a great thing but then the church quits praying the church quits seeking after the things of God and let me tell you what happens you 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 might sit in here and say oh well i remember oh i remember when i gave my life to the lord Oh, when I drove all of the things out. Oh, when I let the Lord come into my life and come into my, you know what? That's great, and we're thankful that you did. But could I tell you this? It takes more than doing it one time. But there is spiritual. There is spiritual. Maintenance that has to transpire. It's not enough to come up and to get a blessing every other Sunday. It's not enough to come once a year and say, oh, well, I'm going to do a 21-day fast and bless God. The whole rest of my year is going to be blessed. Could I tell somebody in this place this? I begin to pray. I said, God, why is it that we go through these things? So many great things happen. Miracles happen. Dozens receive the Holy Ghost. They're baptized in Jesus' name. And what a great thing that is. But why is it that now we find ourselves Oh, at the end of the year, in the very throes of the year, and it seems like nothing is happening. And the Lord spoke to me this. He said, you got it out of your life at the start of the year, but now you've let it back inside. Oh, but it's okay, preacher. Man, the awakening's coming. We're going to fast. We're going to pray. Oh, and then all of a sudden, everything is going to be okay. And just like the children of Israel, we're up and we're down. And we're up and we're down. And we're up and we're down. Could I tell you this? You wouldn't have to go through half of the things that the Lord allows you to go through if you would decide in this place tonight that I'm done. I'm done adhering to the words of the enemy. I'm done letting people speak their poison and their negativity into my life. I'm done. Oh, Yoshanta. I'm done with the sin issue that I think is harmless I want to speak to you this you might think that you're going to be okay to wait until the awakening to deal with all of these things but I feel like in this place tonight that there might be some people in here you don't know if you're going to have the opportunity to be at the awakening this next year you don't know if you're going to have the opportunity you don't know if your family is ever going to be able to make it to the awakening this year I'm not coming to tell you that everybody in here is going to die but I am coming in here, just simply to say this: I believe that the Lord is frustrated with some of us tonight. I believe that the Lord is frustrated with a few things in this house tonight. He bestows blessings upon us, he bestows grace upon us, he performs miracles among us. But when you but when it comes time to the praise and the worship, oh man, we're ready to dance and we're ready to shout. But the moment we hear something that we sometimes the correction comes because the Lord loves us. You see, the reason that a father punishes a child isn't because they hate him, but it's because he's trying to keep him in the way. I wish that somebody in this place tonight could open up your spiritual eyes and see this. There are some of us that we're not on the path anymore. We're not on the way anymore. But the enemy has entangled himself so far about us, so much around us, that you come in and you say, oh, well, that's great. That's great. Oh, man, so many great things are happening. Oh, did you see what's happening? Brother so-and-so came up. He danced. He shouted. He got prayed for. God did such a great work. Could I simply speak to you this? The Lord has sent so many people in here to speak and to prophesy of the things that the Lord wants to do through this church. He's given us the key to a city. He's given us a promise that we're now possessing. He's given us a new campus and so many great things that are going to happen. But could I tell you this? You need to look. You need to lift up your eyes away from the hill and see the mountain that is before you. Just because we're building a building, just because there's things going on that aren't cool, that doesn't give us any right to become slack on revival to become slack on our relationship with God but could I simply speak to you tonight this God is trying to prepare this church tonight to experience a revival that is so great and so mighty a revival like we've never had before but the only way that this revival can come to us tonight is if we say Lord I understand that there are some things that are going on in my life that you're not happy with I understand that the sin issues that nobody knows about you see you see there's the catch right there we think everything's okay because nobody knows anything about what's going on in our lives so we're going to continue to go on, we're going to continue just to live the same way that we've always lived but can I speak to you this, even the secret things, even the little foxes, all of a sudden something begins to happen, it chips away at you over the years, over and over and over you never never decide to deal with the things at all, of a sudden you find yourself, you're lost, your family's lost, your children are backslidden, it seems like your entire life is falling to pieces and you don't understand what's going on. And it's all because we decide to come in service after service and not deal with the root of the issue, not deal with the source of the problem. Here's what simply what I've come to preach to you tonight. There are so many things and ways that the enemy decides to hide in the midst of a congregation. But the Lord has given me a word, not just to tell you what's being hid in the congregation, but also to tell you this, that if you choose To do it tonight, we could drive every inhabitant, we could drive every enemy, we could drive every devil in hell out of this place tonight. And let me tell you what would happen if we would deal with the root of the issue, if we would deal with the problems. That are going on, that are in secret, that are in hiding. If you would deal with it in private, the Lord would, would reward this church openly. I've come to speak to you tonight. We've been on the brink of revival for way too long. I'm sick and tired of coming into this place and having service. Oh, when we come in, we have a good time. We leave and nothing happens. I'm ready to step into authority and step into demonstration and step into the miraculous. But could I simply speak this to you? The Lord will not allow you. You to step into a new dimension in your life if you're not dealing with the problems in the in the dimension that you're in right now god is trying to call this church to a higher place he's trying to call this church to step in to demonstration and revival such as we've never seen before and i want to just prophesy this to you right now there's some of you you've come into this place and you need god to do something tonight let me just take a little switch right here You've come in here. You need God to touch you. You need God to bless you. You need a miracle to happen. I know what that's like. I've got a brother that's deathly sick right now, and we don't even really know what's going on. I understand what you're going through tonight, but could I tell you this? If you would deal with the root of the issue first, if we would decide to deal with it tonight, the Lord would open up the floodgates of heaven and pour out his miraculous power. The culture of this church would begin to change. I came to speak to you tonight there's still hope in your situation god still makes a way he's here in this place tonight oh why don't you just offer him up a shout of praise in this building I'm done. I'm finished. You can all stand up all over the building tonight. I know this is a little bit different than maybe what we're used to tonight. I didn't come here to tickle your ears. I didn't come here to make you go home feeling like, oh man, I heard a great sermon. But I came here to deliver to you what the Lord has spoken into my spirit tonight. I'm not going to push or prod or beg anybody to come make some things right at the altar tonight. But this is what I want you to know. How many people in here, you need God to do something tonight. You need a miracle. Come on, all over the house. It's okay. You need God to do something tonight if you would deal with the root of the problems that nobody knows about if you would begin to deal with the sin issues that are hidden in your life if you would begin to drive out every inhabitant and make room for the Holy Ghost to come in we could have a Holy Ghost blowout service tonight that was greater than what already happened in this place tonight so I wonder if there's anybody in this place tonight you would say I'm ready to begin to drive out every inhabitant of this land I'm done dealing with it like I've always been. Come on, musicians. You're fine. I'm done dealing with it the way that I've always dealt with it. Could I speak to you this? If you would come tonight like Ezekiel and begin to prophesy against the mountains in your life, begin to prophesy against the strongholds in your life, the Lord could do something among you that is so great and so powerful. The Lord has shown up into this place tonight, and He wants to do a healing work among you. He wants to touch somebody's life in this place tonight. But can I speak to you this? The only way that we're ever going to step into the power and the flow of the Holy Ghost is to get everything else down first. Let me tell you what the Lord spoke. He said, I want you to prophesy to the mountains. And this is what I want you to tell them. Thus saith the Lord God to the mountains, to the valleys, to the hills, I will bring my sword upon you. You see, there's some people, you feel like that the mountain that you're facing tonight It's too great for you to do anything. Guess what, sweetheart? You're right. There ain't anything that you can do. But the Lord has come here tonight to say, tell them that the lord will bring his sword against them i begin to pray this afternoon i said god what is it that you want to do in this house tonight he said tonight i will bring my sword against the enemy i begin to rejoice and to thank him for what he was going to do but could i tell you this the lord has shown up in this place tonight whatsoever you should ask in his name he's ready to do it tonight the sword of the lord has been brought to this house tonight and god is ready to cut somebody loose of their addictions. He's ready to heal your body. If you need your body healed, He's ready to bring you out if you need to be brought out of an addiction. But let me tell you what it's going to take. It's going to take somebody that makes up in their mind that I'm not going to leave this way the same plurio boy santa. I'm not going to leave this place the same way that I came in. Can I speak to you this? If you need the Lord to do something in your life tonight, if you got things going on, I'm not asking you to separate up, but if you are tired of living the way that you've always lived, if you want this church to begin to flow in a culture of the Holy Ghost, I wish to God that every person in this place tonight would begin to make their way out of their seat and say, I'm done sitting by on the sidelines and letting life go on as normal, but I'm ready to combat the forces of the enemy. I wish to God that the voice of an intercessor would begin to rise up in this house tonight. Tonight, the Lord has come here. He's come to set somebody free. If you would step into this flow of the Holy Ghost, you would see God do something among you that's so great and so mighty. Here's what we're about to do in this place. We preached about exposing the enemy. I believe that tonight there's been so many people in here that the Lord has begun to put some things in your mind that are being exposed among you. People that are in your life. Things that you're dealing with. Sin issues that maybe you don't even think are a big deal. But the Lord is now beginning to speak these things to you. Here's what we are going to do. I want you to think in your mind right now. I want you to think of every principality, every stronghold, every sin issue that you need to deal with. And this is what I want you to do. I believe in this place that when you begin to lift up your voice and prophesy against it that the mountain shall be moved as a matter of fact the Bible says that speak to the mountain be thou removed and it's going to be removed and cast into the sea I want to prophesy to somebody that whatever you're carrying in this place tonight God has come here to bring you out why don't you just look at somebody next to you and tell them God's come here come on say it like you mean it God is here to bring you out now look at somebody else God's here to bring you out Now I wonder if all over this place tonight, here's what we're going to do. We're going to lift up every hand in this building. I'm going to speak a word of faith right now. And I want you to begin to prophesy against the mountains in your life. If there's sin going on, prophesy against it. If there's sickness going on, prophesy against it. From the greatest thing to the smallest thing. And the Lord spoke a word. He gave me a promise tonight. He said, if you would simply speak the word that I've given, if they would drive out the inhabitants and prophesy to their mountain, I Take care of the rest. The Lord, He said, He said, if they'll speak to their mountain, I'll take care of everything else. God's not asking you to pick up a sword. He's not asking you to be more capable than you are right now. All you need in this place is a voice. All you need in this house is a voice. The Lord's not asking you to speak, but this is what He says He says, Tell them, Thus saith the Lord. The Lord is about to speak through you as a mouthpiece for the kingdom. I said, You're about to become a mouthpiece for the kingdom. Why don't all over this building, why don't we lift up our hands right now? I'm going to speak a word of faith and I want you to begin to speak out. I want you to begin with the loudest voice that you have to begin to prophesy against the mountains in your life. Lord, right now, by the authority of the Word of God, by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God, I bind every high thing. God, I bind every principality. I bind every sickness. I bind every hidden sin right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, I command virtue to begin to flow. God, we drive out. Come on, somebody. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Let the enemy hear you let the enemy hear you right now God I speak that the peace and the favor of the Lord will begin to flow over us God I speak right now Lord we're coming out of the old and going into the new Lord I speak now I prophesy the healings are happening the virtue is flowing God break every addiction right now break every addiction right now you go, no 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 no, no, no boy, oh, if you've got an addiction on your life if you need a healing in your body I wish to God you'd begin to prophesy against your sickness come on somebody lift up your voice in this place somebody lift up your voice in this place yeah. Yeah no 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 boyosha. Ro do 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 If you've got the Holy Ghost, you ought to begin to intercede in the spirit. The Lord is in this place tonight. The angels of the Lord have been dispatched to us. They're ministering angels all over this house tonight. Lord, we bind the voice of the enemy, we bind the tongue of the enemy, we bind the hands of the enemy. We speak life, we speak life, we speak life. I speak healing, I speak virtue, I speak prosperity. Let the fruit of the spirit prosper and let the let the gifts of the spirit operate once again in your house oh Somebody just go after it in the spirit Somebody go after it in the spirit right now santa somebody in here has prayed that the gifts of the spirit would be bestowed upon you Lord right now I speak under the authority and the power of your word that the gifts of the spirit would be bestowed upon several individuals in this house tonight you've not come into this place on accident God's got a work to do for you God's got a work to do in you God's got a work to do in you come on come on come on come on entertain it a little bit longer entertain it just a little bit longer if you're a guest in this place tonight i invite you to step into what the lord is fixing to do you don't want to miss what's fixing to happen God I speak against my sickness I prophesy against my marital problem I prophesy against my job problem I prophesy against my financial problem I speak my miracle I want you just to continue to do what you're doing right now. But if you need a miracle, you need deliverance tonight, you need God to do something, you want to run down to this front right now. If you need God to do something now,